Welcome to Philanthropy Today, a podcast about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation. Together, we'll learn about the goals of the GMCF and the work of its staff, board members, and trustees. You'll hear about the GMCF's affiliate partners throughout North Central Kansas, and we'll also explore the efforts of area nonprofit agencies, their staff, and volunteers. Now, here's your host of Philanthropy Today, Dave Lewis. The investment aspect of what goes on at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation is a key factor in the growth of the organization and all those affiliate partnerships. And it also relates to all of those entities that utilize the GMCF. And Vern Henricks, President and CEO of the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, you brought a friend here to help us talk about the investment process here. Absolutely. And it, uh, it's kind of a twofold process. Um, you know, when somebody comes to the Community Foundation to establish a fund, uh, we have a fund holder agreement. And so that allows us to find out uh, uh, what the purpose of the fund's going to be, uh, what the investment strategy of the fund's going to be, because we have five levels of risk that a fund holder can choose. Um, if something happens and the fund ceases to exist, but there's still money in the fund where, where the individuals want the money to go, and then, of course, who the fund authorities are, who's gonna, who are we going to take directions to when, when distributions are sent out. So that's, a, that's an agreement on one side. Now, as a part of that, uh, the investment risk, uh, we need an advisor. And so the fund holder can select one of our 16 advisors. Now, we have a separate agreement, independent agreement, with each one of those advisors. And so they uh, have an agreement with us to abide by the investment policies that are investment committee has put forth and so if a fund holder uh, wants to select an advisor they can do that and a lot of times in some communities those relationships are already established before they come to us Uh, so in some cases we don't want to separate that relationship because somebody wants to give money to the community foundation we want to keep it together but because they're going to get a tax deduction for it, that those funds become uh, ownership of the community foundation. And so then the advisor works with us on that investment strategy. But we let the fund holder decide their comfort level of risk. If they're in it for the long haul and they want to be very aggressive in the process, you know, that's we tell the fund advisor to do that and that communication takes place. If somebody comes in and, and you know, really they're kind of parking the money for a short time until they can get, get ready to build a building, they don't want to lose anything because they, they need everything got, well, then we bring it down to a very conservative level and uh, make sure the advisor knows that that's that's the the policy in place well you have a young man that is in position to do a lot of this work the work that's needing to be done between those professional advisors and those fund holders his name is gary fees gary is the director of investment services for the greater manhattan young man i kind of like that you're welcome you're welcome don't get used to it doesn't quite happen that way with me and i don't do it to Vern, obviously but anyway boy Vern went through a whole laundry list of a lot of things you've got your hands full well yeah i i would like to go back and start out with our pooled funds first i mean the the custodian for those are are the trust company but in addition to that we have as Vern said we have 16 outside advisors and um Many of these are in Manhattan. I think we have six in Manhattan. The remainder are outside in our partner foundations. And those would be in uh, Wamigo. We have Geary County, Clay Center, Sabetha, Atchison, and Donovan County. Uh, 
One thing that Vern mentioned relationships, and I think what is critical for all of us to remember and to recognize is that these advisors have relationships, and many are very long-term with their clients. And when they're looking at setting up a charitable fund with a foundation, it's not only with maybe a couple or an individual, it's with their children. And we have several with their grandchildren. So it's a really neat opportunity to find out about charitable giving and investing and how it all works. And I know you've talked on this program many times, and especially on the Community Hour, about the opportunity and generosity of so many of the fund holders, which is really amazing to watch. Um, You mentioned investment, and to me, yes, the investment is made on the front end, but the ultimate investment and impact, I think, for Vern and I and, and staff at the foundation, the fund holders, is at the end. I mean, when that gift is made, that's where the real impact is. So that's, that's what excites me. I think one of the things, Vern, is that uh, this may come as a surprise to a lot of people that are listening to philanthropy today. Just exactly how involved and how engaging the process is between your advisors and those who are funding uh, some of these accounts. Absolutely. Uh, In a lot of foundations, you might make a gift and the money goes to the foundation and then it's theirs to do what they want with. And uh, uh, they choose the advisor, they tell the advisor what to do, and the fund holder gets a thank you and that's it. Uh, We're very relational on both sides of that. Um, We want the fund holder to be happy about the growth of the money that's here. Uh, We don't want them to think it should be growing more or it should be it's too risky and should uh, should be protected more. We give them that opportunity. To, to be a part of the process and we're the we're the custodian and the, and the steward of their wishes and by the same token on the advisor uh, we have a policy that gives the advisor ranges and so for example uh, uh, if they want to be invested in the market uh, we're not telling them what stocks to purchase or how to do their job on a daily basis we give them a range kind of a, a strategy range and so that advisor if somebody picks the balanced fund and and the target is maybe 60% in the securities. Well, that advisor's got a 15, probably a 15% range in there between 55 and 70 that they can move around on a daily, monthly basis if it helps their client uh, make more money through the investment. Uh, If they want to get outside those ranges, no matter what the risk portfolio is, then they got to come back to us and say, hey, really, I'd advise this client or this fund to do something else. Well, we can have those conversations uh, as a threesome between the fund holder the advisor and us so that we can agree on what steps need to be done. Gary, do you see your role as primary a liaison or just a kind of a guiding hand? Absolutely. I I see it as a kind of a conduit between the fund holder and their wishes. And maybe they don't know the needs within the community. So trying to connect those things together, I think, is really important. You know, the mission at the foundation is to build relationships between donors and community needs. And I think we do that with our fund holders, too. This is Philanthropy Today, and in our episode today, we're talking about the investment side of what happens at the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation when someone who has a fund that they would like to invest into the community and, and how that process works to, to make best use of that investment. So there's a lot of working pieces in this, Vern. 
There are, and uh, and Gary really touched on part two. I mean, the front part is really getting the fund established and and getting it working and growing uh, uh, so it can do great things. And the the second part is obviously giving it away and doing good work with it. Uh, The money, we don't want the money to come here and just stay here. Um, Occasionally, somebody will want to set up an endowment and keep the principal here, but we want the money to grow and we want it to go to go to charitable causes and do good work in the community. Um, I've always been a an advocate that uh, we have to spend money, we have to distribute money so that people can can get excited about the differences they can make as a philanthropist. And when they see friends and neighbors giving money and, and great things are happening, it becomes very infectious and they want to be a part of that. And uh, so that's what we try to do is, is part one, get it set up, make sure everybody's on the same page, you know, and part two, uh, make it grow. And maybe the part three then is distribute it and uh, make some good things happen, not only locally, but uh, even around the area. Vern, if I'm interested in establishing a fund with the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, what step should I make first? Well, the most important thing is to come to us so that we can have a conversation and find out what your charitable interests are. Uh, We'll set up a fund for as little as $1,000. If they want to endow a fund, meaning we wouldn't touch the principal, that would take $10,000. If they want to endow a scholarship, that would take $25,000 because we have a 4% distribution fee on our endowments. But it's as little as coming to us, let us find out what their goals or intentions are with the fund, what charitable interests they have. Uh, We'll fill out the fund agreement and uh, find out if they have a fund advisor of choice. If they got a fund advisor they want to work with, we'll certainly be in touch with them in that whole process and, and we'll make it happen. Gary, what's the next step then with that fund advisor? Well, a couple things. Uh, if, if you're a fund advisor and have an interest in learning more about charitable giving and helping your clients achieve their goals, then I would encourage uh, you to contact us. If if you're somebody is out there listening to the podcast and you're interested in knowing more about charitable giving opportunities or you want to open a fund or maybe you want to find out more about our existing funds, then I would say call us. Please reach out and call us. Our phone number is 587-8995, and we can walk you through that process. Vern, anything else? Well, we're just here really to help people with their charitable interest. And so uh, it's pretty easy. You don't have to have the answers. You can come to us. Um, You know, one of the beautiful things that I think we do is we connect causes with needs with individuals with resources that don't know each other. And so uh, uh, Gary mentioned our mission statement to build relationships between donors and community needs, uh, that we're always doing that. You know, somebody, a lot of people will say, hey, Vern, where are the greatest needs in the community? And we'll try to know those at a time. Or uh, or somebody will come to us and they'll have a need and they'll say, hey, where can I find some money? And I said, uh, just let me make some phone calls and we'll find out where we can get it taken care of. And so that's probably the, the greatest role that we play in our community foundations is to be the connector. Gary Feast, thank you for joining us on Philanthropy Today. Thank you, Dave. Vern, it's always a pleasure to have you. And uh, once again, we'll have in our show notes all the information about how people can reach out if they'd like to provide uh, some funds. And uh, if the advisors want to get involved, that information is there as well. It's always a pleasure. Keep up with Philanthropy Today by following or subscribing to our podcast on your favorite apps. To learn more about the Greater Manhattan Community Foundation, visit our website at mcfks.org. Philanthropy Today is produced by Ad AdAstraCast. Follow us online at AstraCast.com.